Joe Pags Show. To talk to Joe, call 888-941-PAGS. And now, it's Joe Pags. Yes, indeed, you do. Glad to have you. Thanks. I appreciate you stopping by. We'll break down um, the lies from the New York Times with uh, Cray News with K at the bottom. I guess the Times is saying that financially we're doing great. Financially, we're just doing fine, which is very, very strange to me. Plus, uh, a guy who used to host a reality show and then got fired for some controversy is now going to be doing his own podcast. We'll talk about that as well. We'll break that down at the bottom of the hour. Got a lot to get to here, though. Uh, For some reason, Dan Crenshaw, U.S. Representative, I believe District 2 Republican, great state of Texas, is is out there talking about why Republicans didn't win some races. And I'm not really sure why I keep hearing this dumb excuse, but we'll get into that. Um, Eric Adams also had something to say. Carrie, we saw the Eric Adams story, don't we? Uh, we do. It is ready to go. Okay, we'll get into that uh, as well, where, again, another Democrat admitting that the border is broken and something must be done. When you've got a chorus, a, v- a veritable choir of Democrats lining up to say, you know, Joe, you got to do something about the border. You're not talking to me, I'm talking to Joe Biden. Well, then you probably should do something about the border on a Monday. The dulcet tones of the chocolate voice. How you doing, Carrie? Uh, I'm all right. You are all right. Sam making it happen. Polo's out. Kurt's in. I'm your talk monkey. Joe Pags. Glad to have you. Make sure you stop by the website, All Things Joe Pags Show. Including all the social media, including the podcast, including the stories that we have written every day. We try to keep you updated on what's happening there, so make sure you stop by. For those of you who are just starting, to, this is your first hour of the program. Title 42 is not going to go away necessarily on the 21st. A stay has been put in place by Chief Justice John Roberts. He gives the Biden administration until 5 o'clock Eastern time tomorrow on Tuesday to um, explain why they're making Title 42 go away and uh, why it should not stay in place. So we gave you that off the top of the uh, off the top of the show. Those of you who listen this hour first, that's a, we did lead the show off with that. Want to get into some other immigration stuff, Eric Adams in a second. In fact, why don't we do that now? Let's get this out of the way because a bunch of these loudmouth libs, this Eric Adams is the mayor of New York City, Lori Lightfoot, the mayor of Chicago. You've got um, uh, Gavin Newsom out there in, Cal- in uh, California. They're all talking about how, well, you know, this isn't okay. This isn't good. Like, we, we don't have the, the funds and the wherewithal to handle all these illegals. And they're forgetting about the small towns across the border between Texas, Arizona, New Mexico, and California. They're forgetting all of those small towns that have just been decimated by Biden's ridiculous lack of enforcement. So Eric Adams is, is speaking out again. And he's saying, I think, I think he says something to the effect of this can't continue. Carrie, what do you have? News, New York City Mayor Eric Adams said with the expiration of Title 42, the Big Apple may be forced to cut public services to prioritize an expected influx of an additional 1,000 migrants arriving every week. New York City taxpayers have been footing the bill for the city's response to the influx of migrants so far. At the annual State of the City's Economy and Finances report released Thursday by the city controller, projected $1 billion annually in spending through 2026 to cover housing, education, food, and other expenditure for migrants. Title 42, the immigration restrictions put in place by the Trump administration in March 2020 to curtail the spread of an infectious disease has extended during the Biden administration 
blocking hundreds of thousands of migrants from seeking asylum in the U.S. in recent years. Yet under a federal court ruling last week, immigration officials can no longer turn back asylum seekers. And Title 42 is to expire Wednesday. Obviously, that is not the case anymore, uh, despite shelters along the U.S.-Mexico border already packed with thousands of migrants. Our shelter system is full, and we are nearly out of money, staff, and space. Truth be told, if corrective measures are not taken soon, we may very well be forced to cut or curtail programs New Yorkers rely on. And the pathway to house thousands more is uncertain, Adam said in a statement Sunday. And these are not choices we want to make, but they may become necessary. And I refuse to be forced to choose new arrivals over current New Yorkers. I'll say it again. We need a plan. We need assistance. And we need it now. They're going to cut public services because they're getting 1000 a month. Did I hear that right? A week, I believe. That's what they were expecting. Is it 1000 a week? Uh, I thought it was, a, yeah, uh, an additional 1,000 migrants arriving every week. Okay. How many did they get in, in uh, El Paso in a 24-hour period just last week? Was that 5,000? Yeah. It was, it was 2,400 one day, 2,600 the next day. So in about two days, they got 5,000. Eric Adams can't handle 4,000 a month. Am I hearing you right? Uh, you are. And people, if you live in New York City, you're going to lose your public services because they can't handle the thousand a week that are being sent to them. A thousand a week. Now, New York City is a city of eight plus million people, has billions and billions and billions of dollars in its annual budget. Compare that to Brownsville or Laredo or Del Rio or Eagle Pass or El Paso. Not even close. Though all of those combined don't have the budget New York City has in a year. Not even close. And Eric Adams. This elitist idiot is now saying he can't handle anymore and the residents of New York City will now suffer because of the illegals coming across. Well, how, how do you think the residents are handling it in El Paso? How do you think the residents are handling it, uh, of course, in, uh, in Del Rio? These little tiny towns. I mean, El Paso is not tiny, but the other ones are. They're very, very small towns. And Karine Jean-Pierre has asked about this and says a lot of the same. <laughs> The president uh, tasked the vice president with studying and working on the root causes of some of these issues. I'm wondering if there's any update from this side of the White House on what she's been doing and what she will continue to do as we're expecting an influx at the border. The question is basically, Kamala Harris was made the border czar. What exactly has she been doing and what are your thoughts from this part of the White House on what she's doing now and with Title 42 going away, what she'll do? As you know, the president uh, appreciates the partnership that he has with the vice president. You're right. That has been her charge to uh, work in a diplomatic way in finding the root causes of, of, um, of migration. I uh, don't have anything to lay out specifically on what that work looks like. Uh, but again, we appreciate her partnership. Uh, and uh, I would probably f- uh, refer you to her office on anything specific on the work that she's doing. So the question is, how does the president feel about the job she's doing? And Karine Jean-Pierre said, oh, yeah, she's a great partner, but I would refer you to her office to get any more answers. And then this. What's the plan after that to work with Congress to address this issue? Like beyond, yeah. beyond. Look, we have, I mean, Ed, we have from day one have asked Congress to help us with this issue, right? By putting forth the immigration reform bill. That's on day one. That's- he did not put forth any immigration reform bill because the president can't put forth a bill. She continues to say this dumb line that just doesn't make any sense. 
president uh, had requested that, had asked that. That's to deal with uh, modernizing uh, the immigration, this broken immigration system that we currently have, and also to really protect uh, our DACA recipients and do so much more. And so we have we have reached out. We've done outreach to Congress. We have asked them, and by by acting, again putting forth uh, this uh, this in, this piece of legislation. Virtually no change in immigration policy with Democrats well, in charge. I mean, so well, that's, I, how's I, it going to get I, any easier when Republicans well, I, are in charge? I, look. Again, we are, we've asked for the $3.5 billion. We're going to continue to ask Congress to, to assist in helping with, especially congressional Republicans, uh, to help us with what's going at the, at the border, if they, they are indeed serious about doing that. She's out of her mind. She wants $3.5 billion, plus she wants to uh, do something permanently for DACA, which means give them amnesty, just let them stay. Um, she has no answers, and what she's saying doesn't make any sense. Uh, but again, we are doing the work. The president has been doing the work at the border since day one. But thank God he's still doing the work. This is not this is not me repeating the soundbite from last week. This is her answering a, a reporter's question today about Title 42. And she just keeps saying that he's doing the work. Carrie's doing the work, it turns out. I understand. So she says, yeah, from day yeah, one. I mean, yep. bottom line is, got in there day one, he did the work. Yeah, got it. Uh, but again, we are doing the work. The president has been doing the work at the border since day one. I mean, for me, you follow up, don't you? Well, what exactly is the work? Yeah, that would have been a good follow-up question, actually. <laughs> that would have been good. Could, could you outline the work? Because I, we're not seeing the work out here. I don't know. Um, I know he hasn't gone there. Oh, by the way, a correction um, from the other day, and I don't have the soundbite ready, but Biden said he, was, uh, he went to Afghanistan and Iraq uh, 38, 39 times. We know the real number is 21. And then he said only twice as president. I didn't catch it at the time. You know how many times he's gone as, as president? Uh, zero. Goose egg. Yeah. It's never gone. Just, just, just making crap up. Hey, but he's doing the work. One of the reasons that I want to be very clear that to, to folks that the border uh, is not open and, and we will remove uh, using Title VIII is because by not being very clear on that, we are doing the work of the smugglers who are going to put forth misinformation. So we want to be very clear uh, on that piece. Carrie, you're the journalist here. Can you tell me what she just said? Oh, no. I No, it was very confusing. I don't know. So we're doing the work of the smugglers? Yes. Um, if we use Title VIII, which is basically just immigration law in this country, we're doing the work of the smugglers. I don't understand. Does somebody Maybe ask a follow-up on that statement? Yeah, no. Uh-uh. Okay. No, they're doing the work. Let, okay. let me just... Since Let me just one. play it one more time because maybe I missed the nuance of what she said. One of the reasons that I want to be very clear that to, to folks that the border uh, is not open and, and we will remove uh, using Title VIII is because by not being very clear on that, we are doing the work of the smugglers who are going to put forth misinformation. So we want to be very clear uh, on that piece. Got that it? isn't very clear to me, actually. No, she wanted to be very clear on that piece. I know, but it wasn't very clear to me. No, but she wants to be very clear on it. I know she wants to. Maybe you can listen better, lady. (laughs) Okay, I'll try. Maybe play it again. Maybe I'll get (laughs) it a third time. I'm not playing it a third time because she appears to say she's not going to use immigration law in the country because that somehow would cause uh, them to do the job of the smugglers and would cause Mm. misinformation. I think I I got it now. I think I nailed it. Okay. Okay. All right. How about, so then there's this. Uh, El Paso's Democratic mayor has declared a, a state of emergency, and he said that he would only do that when he felt he could no longer keep his community or the asylum seekers safe. 
He's saying that that time is now ahead of Title 42 expiring. Um, what is the White House response to that? So look, we have, uh, from day one, President Biden has taken steps to reduce disorderly migration while expanding legal pathways uh, for orderly migration. Now, let me just ask you, as the news anchor, has he done things from day one to stop and lessen the disorderly migration? Well, no. Um, We have stories about it every day, what's going on at the border right now. It is anything but orderly. I don't know what you're talking about. I mean, obviously, well, from day one, I know he's done since the work. day one, I know there's that since day one again, but I'm not seeing it in in the stories that I cover. Maybe Are you trying to assist else. the smugglers, Carrie? Is that what you're doing? I right don't now? want to. No, I do not like the smugglers. I think they're very, very bad people. They're very bad people. I've got very a seven a seven minute piece of video that I'm not going to play in the show because there's no audio to it. That those watching would would get something out of it, but it's just a constant flow of hundreds and hundreds mm-hmm. and hundreds yeah. of illegals cro- just crossing the shortest part of the Rio Grande. They're walking through the river and they're coming on the other side, which waiting until the 21st, which is when Title 42 is supposed to go away. It's not going to go away necessarily unless the Biden administration gives a good reason for why it's going to go away. But what's interesting is when asked about why are you letting it go away when it's the president that actually puts it in place, this is the gem we get. And then you have someone like Joe Manchin saying, well, the president has the ability to ask for an extension. He should be asking for an extension because we're at this point where you've got a deadline and a crisis. Is that within the president's authority to do that? So look, we remain we're, we remained under a court order to lift Title 42. That is Aren't a court order. That, that is a court order that is telling us to lift Title 42, and we're going to comply because we follow the rule of law. But the administration that is, sought to lift. That it. is, but it is a court order. But that is that started by you guys. It was a court order that has been provided to us, and so now we have to comply, and that is we have to comply by December 21st. It is it is a law. That is when don't support. support what I'm saying is that I, what I'm saying that it is a court order that has been presented to us that we are going to comply with. Okay, so Republican attorneys general sued the Biden administration to not lift Title 42. The Title 42 was, of course, put in place by then President Trump because he has the authority to do so. Biden has the authority to put it in place as well and continue it, but because. The court said, well, the Republican argument isn't good enough. We now order you to allow for the expiration of Title 42. She's pretending that means a court ordered them to get rid of Title 42, which he did not. No court ordered them to get rid of Title 42. It's a lie. And if the president of the United States wants to continue it, he can, just like the former president put it in place. But she's just lying. It's a court order. It's a court order. Carrie, listen, have to comply. It's a court order. It's They're a court doing the work. Order. I know. Since They're day one. Work. Since day that one. That court order. It's a court could order. Could be seen by the cartels as us helping the smugglers. <laughs> no, no, that would be <laughs> terrible. It's now a court order. What are we talking order. about here? No. What are they talking about? I'm not sure. So what you're saying is it's a court order. It is a court order. Yes, a court order. And we're going to abide by the law and the court we'll order. Comply with that court order. You know what they're going to do with that what? court order? They're going to do the work with it. That's right. Since day one. They've that done the work. the work. That could since be the work one. that they've been doing since day one. We just had no clue. Exactly. And it's a court order, so they have to do it. It's a court she, order. She, she's a, Forget about the court order. She's a court jester. She, she's like, like she's the joke teller. It's like She can't be serious. At this point, she's got to be laughing. I hope um, that she's at least getting some pleasure out of this by laughing inside <laughs> as she knows what's coming out is just ridiculous. I don't she think has so. To. I don't think so. I don't think so. 
They've done. The I work. think that's part of her work since that she's day done one. since day one. Since day one. Yes. Yes. And yeah. the Republicans just won't accept the bill that Joe Biden wrote by himself. He just wrote some freaking what? bill, and he uh, sent it to the Republicans, and they refused it because the Republicans want a broken border. Mm-hmm. And then we go back to Martha Raddatz. We circle all the way back to that, where she says it's your fault for just saying that it's open. Come on, dude. 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. I must hear from you on this ridiculousness we just heard from her. Keep it here. Don't be an A-dub. Stay with the Joe Pags Show. Motown Monday on the Joe Pag Show. I'm glad that you stopped by. Thanks a lot for being here. It'll be Cray News with Kay at the bottom of the hour. Make sure you stick around. Very, very interesting conversation about the New York Times just making up that the financial situation isn't bad, that it's just fine. Uh, it just, it's bizarre world what you hear from the mouths of people we're supposed to be able to trust for information. And it's just, I mean, just like we just had with, with KJP. They've done the work. It's a court order. The border isn't, isn't open. We can't use Title Eight because that somehow will be doing the work of the smugglers and starting misinformation. We're just supposed to just go with that. That's what it is. Deal with it. Get over it. All right, gonna gonna take your calls on this. We got uh, K at the bottom of the hour. Meantime, got to tell you about total financial freedom. Congress is right now debating what's going to happen with the budget. They can raise the debt ceiling, play around with the debt ceiling, get more money from us. We can't do that. We we, we can't. If you reach your debt ceiling, if you're buried in bills. And trying to keep up with all the credit cards, signature loans, and the internet loans, you gotta maybe you got a timeshare. Get off the treadmill. Get some total financial freedom. You owe more than $10,000. The team at Total Financial Freedom has been doing a great job for 15 years now, helping people like you resolve their debts and cut their payments in half. If you don't believe me, give them a call. 800-833-9444. 800-833-9444. Call now. Ask about the free book, The Debt Dietitian. Just mention my name, get the free book when you call and learn how easy it is to cut your payments. My name is Joe Pags, if you don't if you don't know. You'll appreciate their team. They're like-minded people. A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. Zero complaints. Call Total Financial right now. 1-800-833-9444. 1-800-833-9444. Make it happen and make it happen right now. I don't have time to, to, to play more sound bites, but believe me when I say I had probably 15 today that I could have played from Corinne Jean-Pierre. And I understand, I understand that she's getting her walking and talking papers from Ron Klain, from Barack Obama, from Valerie Jarrett, from fill in the blank. It's not Joe Biden. He's not telling her anything. It's the people that surround him that are giving her policy answers. But where's your self-respect? You know what I mean? Where is your self-respect when somebody asks you a question? That is very definitive, very direct. Manchin says this, what do you say? Well, we're doing the work. And Papa from day one, the bill. It's enough. We've heard that part. When do you talk about what's really happening? And at some point, I wish somebody would bring like an iPad, a big one, and just play the video from El Paso and hold it up in her face. What is your answer to this when you say the border is not closed or when you say the border is not open? When you say the border, you have operational control. How do you explain these hundreds of people coming across and the thousands that are waiting in a line just to burst through the the barrier as soon as Title 42 goes away? And then shut up and let her answer it. She says, does the work, day one, 
uh, Kamala Harris policy, she says something other than an answer, then that's it. If I were in the media, if I were in the press room, I just wouldn't show up tomorrow. No press in the press room. 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. Kay, when we come back, stay here. This is the Joe Pags Show. 